Are you feeling really faggoty? Fat as I can be. Are you feeling really faggoty? Yes, indeed. Feeling faggoty. 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 Hello. Hey. Do you miss my gay dulcet tones? Oh, I've been relaxing for so long. Linda, your tan looks fantastic. Thank I can see you. it on the satellite it's television. Spray on. Wonderful. I look good too. It's Lindsay and uh, Lindsay and Linda are vacationing together. Um, Crystal, can you get me a pina colada? Thank Martine you. Martine is beaming to us direct from Brazil, <laughs> Sao Paulo. Wonderful. Wow. Is J Star down there or J Star lookalikes? Could you can bring back for me? I'll I'll work on that. You can probably You'll purchase work on them it. You'll for like, very inexpensive. Cancel one thing I'm not gonna fucking do. Like in Martin's <laughs> mind, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that, you fucking douchebag. Crystal, here's vacation. the camera. <laughs> if you feel like taking the pictures of dudes, yeah, whatever. I can trust your wife to do that. Well, it's your gay pimp daddy, Johnny McGovern. We're on vacation right now, Yay. but doesn't mean that we're not gonna keep bringing you a product again. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. Not enough people heard it the first time. That's what we always so say. We have chosen for during our little vacation because we'll be coming back when, Martine? June 12th. June 12th. June we'll be 12th. back to warm up for Gay Pride and all the fun stuff that's Woo! happening in New York City. But in the meantime, we wanted to revisit one of our favorite old episodes. What is it? Golden Girls Appreciation Day, baby. Thank you for being a friend. What a delight. This was Crunk came in to weigh on this. Erica weighed in on this. Little Big, Golden Girls expert and Gay Street Gang member of the Thongs. Little Big came on this episode. I mean, we got deep. We got real crazy deep on this episode. We split open a cheesecake. We we talked all night. 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 (laughs) Look, the sun's coming up. You know what we should do? Have another cheesecake cheesecake baby mm. um so we on this episode you get some great some of the greatest golden girls moments played for you audio style <laughs> what is it like just like at summer camp which you, like, as you'll learn on this episode when i used to record audio tapes of you the used golden to girls. masturbate under the no, covers linda to- i masturbated before i would listen to golden oh, girls that was looking that was across the, the room no, you're such you don't make it something disgusting <laughs> and I'm, dirty i'm not you're i'm gonna Mortalize me? No. <laughs> I'm gonna mortalize you. Mortalize you. Um, so check out this classic gay pimp episode, Golden Girls Appreciation Day. We'll see you when we come back, baby. Gay pimping, classic episode. It's your boy, Dorothy. It's your girl, Blanche. Rose, 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 Sophia. This is Erica to Aviance, and it's impossible for a woman to rape a man physically. <laughs> you nasty.
featuring Linda James and Straight Boy Martin. Kids. I have a prediction that this might be the greatest episode of all time of all podcasts. Yes, Ever. I agree. I Ever. agree. Ever. I agree with that prediction. I uh, second that We're going to submit it for a Webby. <laughs> the Webby Awards. <laughs> Held in Auditorium 151 in the Warehouse District. <laughs> with just three nerds and two and a gay guy. Hi, Johnny. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, Linda. Thank you. Hi, Johnny. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, person I've never met. Oh, that's oh. Martine, and you that's know Martine. it. That's Martine. It's me, oh. the straight guy. Oh. He's, an, he's an internet sensation. He is an inter- and a internet go- sensation. And a god of love. Well, today mm-hmm. is a very special episode. It's Golden Girls Appreciation Day. Yay! Yay! Now, Johnny, I, you've been working on this show since the third grade, haven't you? I've been <laughs> researching and really trying to just watch every episode I can since uh, third grade. You've been living your whole life <laughs> for this moment, Johnny. I have for my girls, girls, girls. Uh, uh, so that, we're going to have a special guest. We have uh, Andy Crunk Jones going to be in the house. Grumping, griping, and one thing he loves, though he hates a lot of stuff, is Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to have Lil Big on the show. He's Lil, a professor. Lil Big is a very he's a G- glamorous. G-wizard. He got his master's degree from the new school in Goldenology. Yes, he is a very glamorous makeup artist slash makeup company CEO of the beautiful company Pretty Pretty. High-powered CEO. James Vincent. He's going to be on the show. Uh, And we have a visitor in the studio because you asked us to have her back. (laughs) Eric Doravia! Yay! Hello, everybody. Oh, as womanish sounding as ever. When Erica comes over, she's like, can we just play that opening and talk again? Because she loves how beautifully womanish she sounds. I really had no idea that I sounded so... Mm, feminine. So feminine. Kids, you may remember Erica from our How to Fuck a Straight Guy episode. Yes. She's Taxi our, edition. I believe yeah. I overshared a little bit. I've been oh, but people loved it. People were just burning inside to hear all the salacious details that you had to offer. I, I feel... I actually sent your mother uh, a copy of that episode, and she was very proud. That better be a lie. <laughs> um, actually, Linda and I did a little project called Transcript. And we typed out all of your parts, and we sent it with re- with photoshopped recreation pictures of you sucking the dick of a cab driver. I got Linda. I made a sucker cab driver's dick. Oh. And then I took Linda's head out, and I put in Eric oh. Avianz's head. Uh, it's it's all, quite a process. It's true. I picked up something along <laughs> the way. Your mom I got was so proud during oh, the shoot. That's what that sore is on your face. Uh, no, that's, that's why Linda's true. the world's number one. That's not true. <laughs> she will get chlamydia. She's like a chameleon. If it's part of the shoot. 
If you need her to look like Erica Aviance giving a blowjob to a taxi driver, she can do it. So I sent that to your mom, and she sent a note back saying, tell Erica she's, uh, what was it, Disowned. dead to me? Disowned. Yeah. Dead to me. <laughs> dead to me. My mother's very hip and very cool. We're actually going to be taking a, a, a very <laughs> special trip up to Maine, where Erica Aviance oh, is oh, from. So excited. Erica, Erica and I did that trip, was it last, two years ago? Yeah, two years two ago. Two years ago, Erica and I got in a daywoo. This is, this is a, this <laughs> this is a whole Don't episode. you mean a, a whole, limo? It's a whole other episode. No. Yes, Daewoo makes limos. Day, yeah, it was a Daewoo limo. It was a Daewoo limo. limo. And we decided one day after we went, we're at Opaline until four in the morning that we'd yeah. just drive to Maine. We decided we'd not Spray. sleep. Good idea. And so we got a couple couple monster energy drinks. And we About drove from... 12 Linda, cartons of cigarettes. Linda checked the <laughs> radiator for fluid levels, and Erica checked the tire pressure. And they I got into their day I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and we just decided to drive from New York City to Maine with a stopover in New Hampshire. And mm. it was quite a road trip. It well, was. we're going to recreate that this summer, because mm-hmm. Erica's, Erica is from Maine. Actually, I'm from New Hampshire, but New, my mom's oh. in Maine. Erica's Neighbors. from New Hampshire. And uh, apparently everything in, in New Hampshire, the little New Hampshire hamlet that you live in, mm-hmm. everyone makes from scratch. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah, they, everything that I ate that week was grown in the backyard or at the neighbor's place. Mm-hmm. Or killed. Mm-hmm. It's a, or slaughtered it's at the a, neighbor's. It's a farmhouse. She has an antique store in the barn. It's like a dream. Wow. And there are some gays up there. Oh, there are gays. Uh-huh. There in there a couple. small town. We went to a store called the Free Store because uh-huh. everything there is free. What a dream. <laughs> Isn't what it a, a dream? business model. And, um, and there were some... And there were some faggots there it's like uh, like because at the Some time country fags. at the time i was talking to a real radical lesbian look and i had the, a shaved, <laughs> shaved head a shaved line shaved, line into, shaved it. into it all over my head and, very mean and like the two through, of you together looked like a lesbian power couple that yeah. weekend <laughs> i can pretty much I had, guarantee like, i had on wonderful um airbrushed acrylics airbrushed acrylics with, oh. with and i had my my name airbrushed across my fingers I had and, Lovely. and so this guy comes up and he's like he's like so you're from the city. First thing he says is, so you're from the city. I was like, I am. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know? And then I went to go get a pack of cigarettes at the gas station across the street. And I, I walked out and Erica was like, I see Erica laughing hysterically. And I look <laughs> behind me. Seven small seven children followed children me. No line. lie. In a line behind me. Like they were following me like wow, I was a mother Wow, you must have felt duck. like Angelina Jolie in Africa. I did. <laughs> hey <laughs> it's the wake up with John and Linda. Uh, uh, well, I really can't wait for that trip, and I'm hoping those kids are going to be back. But they're going to be a little be fun. Older We're going to go to a gay now, beach. Linda. Gay beach. Wow. Because the water's better <laughs> when you're surrounded by ugly nude guys. The water's better when it's filled with semen. <laughs> oh. Bringing it downtown. Oh. Funny stuff. Chlamydia, <laughs> semen water. Always taking it to the gutter. Now it's I know what's in Poland Spring. The Golden Spring. Girls appreciate it's, it's actually Poland Spring. Poland, yeah. Maine is where she is. Now, yes. now you she's know right. what's she's coming Poland. to you straight from Maine. Um, it's such a... The Golden sperm Girls. Sperm water? <laughs> Wait, how dare you mention the Golden Girls and sperm <laughs> water in the same moment? Because you sullied the Golden the Girls. The Golden Girls would net Well, maybe Blanche would maybe have Bla- sperm Blanche water. Maybe Blanche would have sperm water. Please. She'd be dabbing it behind her ears. We just love the Golden Girls so much, all of us in attendance, that we had to really just dedicate a special uh, show to it. Because especially the fifth season DVD came out this week. Yeah! Huzzah! Huzzah, indeed. So I've basically been in a, a Golden Girls K-hole. Oh, you know G what else? Hole, the real G hole. <laughs> it's a G G hole. It's a G G hole. <laughs> when it's all going, people try to talk to you. And you're like, Sophia, 
Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> Waterlily. Whoa. Booyah. Mia's nice. Oh, you've got it. So we're going to give you a big bump of Golden Girls in the show later. But first, it's time for... What's the five six? What's the five six? What's the five six? What's going on? Five six. That's right. It's the five six. Nightlife Report. Oh, wow. Well, today was a beautiful and balmy sunny day in New York. And it was especially... Nice of Jesus to have that happen today because today was Gay Day at Stuyvesant High School. And my little gay babies over at Stuyvesant High School, which is a very prestigious high school uh, uh, in New York City for the smart kids. All the smart kids that I grew up with when I lived in Brooklyn as a kid who are all very smart. And those are who our fans are, really. Yeah, smart kids. They uh, went there. So anyway, I got a little phone call from this girl named Lauren. Very sweet girls in charge of glass, gay and lesbians, and straight students. Wow, it's like the so younger it's version all of the students. Show. It's all the students, but Except mostly the trannies. Glass, glass. And then the the questioners come up like, "Well, we, I'm not sure I should be in your group, but I'd like to be in the queue. So it's got to be glassed." <laughs> for the cue for questioning, Get which I really hate. I really I, hate that they put the cue in. Bi-curious makes me angry. Very Look, you can be bi-curious or cue questioning, but I ain't putting you in the, the top four LGBT. <laughs> There's no room for a cue. I mean, you're, the Bs are lucky they're even in there. It should be <laughs> LBT. I mean, bees, I know you like dick, but it doesn't make you gay. So you say, well, it doesn't make me gay. Well, you don't get to be in my letters. <laughs> this is the LBT parade. I completely agree, Johnny McGovern. T- if you've got to take a stance on something, take it against people who question things. <laughs> I, I'm going to take a strong stance against bisexuality, a militant stance. Look, uh, it goes like this. Trannies at the top, then the gays, then the lesbians, and then the straight people are the stupidest. They're at the bottom. F.U. Crocs. <laughs> well, apparently uh, we it's have a guest Paris in the studio. Burning, so I, I don't know if, you, if y'all <laughs> noticed that that wasn't me, Martine, or Erica. There's an interloper. There's Wait, an interloper. I heard, I heard a voice coming from outside. Angry, screaming. Angry, mean, mean voice. Wait a minute. It's Andy Crunk Jones. Hey, Hi. Crunk. He was outside. He's like... I smell straighties. Speaking of That's heterophobia, right. how are you doing today? <laughs> Fabulous. I'm trying to illuminate the world and the superiority of transvestites and gays. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, gay Hitler. You're on the you're on the right show. I'm on the Illuminati. Yeah. Crunk's like I'm I'm looking to build a superior race <laughs> of people who were once men. And are now women. The most special. The most special. <laughs> beautiful. beautiful. Some people think they are sick. <laughs> Some people think that we're crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's nothing like a little Venus extravaganza uh, yes. So anyway. R.I.P. Venus. R.I.P. R.I.P. Today, uh, the little, well, it didn't happen today, but they called me like a few months ago and they had uh, the kids from class. Over there at Stuyvesant High School, having a gay day, and they said, "Johnny, will you please come and do a show for us?" And I said, "Yes, of course I will, my <laughs> little babies." And uh, I got Linda, and I got Erica, and we got the moosh, and we rounded up old Crunk, <laughs> and we went down there. And today we had the most it was wonderful such time. A delight! Oh my it was god. 
So it was gay day, and so it's like in the lobby. So first of all, Erica and Linda were dressed up. Well, how would you put it, Crunk? I, I think they look like the extras on Night Court. Like the hookers from <laughs> Night Court. I, I Night live Court. for the hookers dispersed through the crowd in Night Court. <laughs> it's very our look. I have to say, it that's is. pretty dead We're on. both wearing, we wore bathing suits for daytime today. Kids, yes. if you want to see how they looked, go to gallery.gaypimp.com. You're the wearing a bathing suit. There. I was wearing, wearing a, a rhinestone. You're very classy wearing a negligee. <laughs> <laughs> So Such a uh, there's these six foot four members of the Tran Vanity Six <laughs> and big old Tranity Jim. Six. <laughs> Tranity Six. <laughs> That's so fierce. <laughs> that is so fierce. That's so true. Tranity Six. Tranity. Tranity. That's the name of your look. Tranity <laughs> Six. That's La next album. Tranity, Tranity Six. That oh, that is very fierce. funny. <laughs> Fling. So you were wearing a beautiful rhinestone. Oh, number. I was wearing my You Go Gay Rhinestone t-shirt with my Adidas jacket that says rhine, says in rhinestones, gold rhinestones, gay pimp, in kind of that ghetto necklace way. Mm-hmm. You are the most wealthy man I know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so Opulence. we... Uh, O-P-U-L-E-N-C-E. Opulence. Now, I don't think that's how it's spelled. Is I it is. No. How do you spell opulence, there Martin? There are two P's, aren't I there? don't know. O-P-U. Well, I'm not no, that I think there's two P's. No, no, I think no, it's spelled no. wrong. I looked it up, actually. Oh, did you? Because you had an inkling, too. I thought it was probably spelled wrong, because our grammar is busted in that <laughs> <laughs> We're, of course, talking about Paris burning. <laughs> As, As usual. This As time usual. next year, I hope to become, God willing... A full-pledged woman of of the United United States States of America. America. (laughs) Everybody wants to be (laughs) full-pledged. Preferably lemon-pledged. So we came up to... We we drove up to Stuyvesant High School, and so we're standing out there. Let's have a cigarette. So these boys... School's getting out. These boys are coming down and then hitting... Trinity Six at the bottom of the (laughs) stairs smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, excuse me, is this Stuyvesant High School? Is that the entrance up there? They really did not Silence. Want to Silence. They just, they just stared, and I was like, yo, the lady asked you a question. <laughs> Is this Stuyvesant High School? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And they ran. And then some other, some other, the other man who tried to be the speaker for the event yeah. was looking around, lost, trying to find a way, and then looked, found some Trinity Six, and was like, it's Stuyvesant High School this way. Erica, you should have been like, yeah, I just got out of class. <laughs> I always wear my, li- my negligee on Thursdays. <laughs> I have my pass right here. So Erica oh, was a little, wor- Erica was a little bit nervous because she was like, first she was real excited. Uh-huh. And then she was like, I feel like I'm, I'm going to have to figure out if no one's going to want to sit with me at the lunch table today. <laughs> I went through a whole gamut of emotions. You were like really? Anxiety from the first day of school all over Boots. again. Boots. I was on a roller coaster. Everyone else seemed to, I felt like the most emotional one of the group <laughs> I just was ha- I was so highly strung for you this were. event I was just kicking and having a good time with the so, children sounds you know, like the, the gay version of Strangers with Candy where instead of going back when you're 40 you go back when you're a woman you go back to high Lovely. school. It's called the Linda James <laughs> you- Project. It's on TV next fall. Oh. <laughs> oh, you guys would be the popular girls in high school if you went back. Now. I was the popular girl in high school. Sure. Yeah. No. So we went in. The security <laughs> guard gives us a hard time. I mean, what I'm saying? covered in rhinestones, and they're dressed like Trinity Six. What we're gonna? We're terrorists. We're here to blow up your school <laughs> with the gay bomb. Hello, hello, hello. I need your ID. Are you on the list? 
Hello. She, she was, was so little, nasty. Little, little Latin woman who huh. screamed so loud everything she said. And you could just kind of, bl- if you blinked your eyes, she'd be like, Hello. Come back here. Where do you have, do you have your ID? And we're like, oh, God. Erica, well, you should have been like. We should have told her it was his eye for lesbos because fucking she was a bulldog. She was a bulldog. A bulldog. <laughs> That's my sister over there. She's a bulldog. I could tell she was a bulldog because she was wearing sandals and not in a feminine <laughs> way. <laughs> Shirley, you out out she didn't have like her. makeups on her face. <laughs> <laughs> was she fixing a pickup truck when you were talking to her? Um, she had a carburetor in her hand, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish Erica had been like, hold on, my ID's right here, and then like pulled it out, out of, of your my pussy. pussy. <laughs> that would have been really great. Although, I have to, I mean, she would have eaten I it. <laughs> or if you, guys, if you guys had gone to the nurse's office dressed like this and been like, can I have a, a note to go home? I'm on my period. <laughs> we we actually did the the moment. <laughs> I wanted a tour. The that mo- was my first the thing. The moment I wanted. we walked in, the first thing we started doing was a photo shoot. We course. really we we were like, what looks more? High? No, that doesn't look high school enough. You go by the lockers. So we're saying we were having a conversations outside the lockers, and then I went and grabbed some some tiny little. I'm like six foot five, and there's this oh, little he was boy. Like two feet he was tall. like two feet tall, and and he. I was like, hey kid. I was like, hi honey. Can I can I please um. Can I have some of your books and notebooks? And do you want to come? <laughs> do you want to come take a picture studying with me on the stairs? He was like, "Oh and no!" He was terrified. He actually, he, yeah. <laughs> he said, "I don't think we're allowed." <laughs> it was like, it. Was, do you remember? He uh, said, "I don't think we're allowed." He was all sweaty and puffy. He and got. Like, re- he like backed up away oh, from me. Oh god! But the <laughs> other one was all but the, uh, too. Yeah, eager. his friend was like, "I'll do it." Like oh yeah, he, that kid stuff. that kid that you guys did get was very into it. Uh-huh. And you guys we were like pose and he was just smiling at that camera. Yeah. Uh-huh. Me and the trainees. <laughs> it sounds like he was like I think that's a man. Uh-huh. No. no, he knew. Yeah, he knew. So it was in the <laughs> lobby too. So all sorts of other people were around. And then it was all set up. All the kids are milling around. These kids are very sassy. They were selling shirts for the for the prop for like to get their money for their club, it's their gay gagger. club. And that one t shirt said, which I'm wearing right this second, said "Dynamic Doer." Whoa, naughty oh for God. high school. Very naughty. <laughs> and uh. then they had "Lesbianic Woman." Whoa, lesbians for high school. And then they had uh, <laughs> "Captain Fabulous," which is in pink. Very pink. And the moosh and was like, I need one of those. <laughs> of course. Uh, and the bracelets. They oh, had the these bracelets, bracelets was, was uh, old. How did they get away cunt. with that? It said yeah. cunt on it. Like spelled in little and block ass letters. man. There was one that said ass man. There was an ass man? There was an yeah, ass man. there was an ass man. There was a butt doer and things. Uh-huh. There was sure. a lot of now, filthy things. I, if I Mine had tried to yay. pull off some kind of cunt bracelet, if I knew what cunt meant. In high school, <laughs> um, I would have. I do think I would have been kicked out of the school. I'm sure. This Definitely. is a very like, pr- let's give props to Stuyvesant High School. Yes, hooray! Though we had a very funny moment while we were oh, waiting for God. the show to begin, when we realized we were standing right next to the stage, which was right in front of the, <laughs> the principal's, principal's office. office. So we were kicking and like and like made you know filthy talk, saying like, "Ooh, let's go to the locker room and things." We're doing all this all this time. Meanwhile, and they the, look like hookers, and we look like hookers. <laughs> Meanwhile, the principal is right inside, and he then he comes out, and most of the people, even who are a little scared, we give a wave to like, "Hey, what's going on?" And they wave back the principal came out we all smiled erica smiled and said hi how are you and he did a (laughs) double take and then threw a look of 
disdain. Not even a, not a word. Nuge. Complete nuge. It was a very like, <laughs> Erica, can I please see you in my office? <laughs> Shaking his head all the way back to his desk. Uh, my I heart liked sank to for about a second. Erica's <laughs> freshman year, if you really looked like this in freshman year, when it was like, oh, your sisters had been through the system before. <laughs> Miss young lady. I've been through this I, with your sisters. With your, your sister Coco always gave me a hard time. <laughs> your sister Nita always gave me a hard time. I've heard about you aviances uh, i had your mother 20 years ago kevin aviance in class and she was always she would never wear clothes either <laughs> underwear is not outerwear young lady <laughs> <laughs> and after dances for god's sake leave room for jesus <laughs> you don't fit into this school why you don't even fit into that dress <laughs> Ooh, andy that- jones as principal what'd she say <laughs> Good old uh, principal, what you say? Uh, so, and the, one, the boy that organized it was just the cutest little thing. He was a down girl. Down. Oh, shut the f up! I, Erica I was, was very really well loved giving him such she took lovely it to the attention. Zone. I did. It she was a little molesterish. Well, it was not molesterish. It, was only it reminded mo- me of that story on the news where the old tranny took the high school boy into a tree and declared their love. Oh, what? that was very I remember romantic. That? I do that. remember that. Personally, I'm aghast that you would make that comparison. That I don't think I'll ever speak to you again. Wow. <laughs> well, it's this week's hot, hot summer feud. Erector Aviance versus Linda James. You're an old tranny. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I love you, girl. I love you, too. I so, love you like my luggage. I love you, gutter slut. <laughs> this, uh, I love these... you, queefing whore. <laughs> Forced man. Ooh, they're going to take off their hair and have their hair battle it out. <laughs> Andy, you hold Erica's earrings versus Glinda. Chinchilla. Chinchilla. Chinchilla is your weave's name. This one's actually uh, Kimber. Kimber. Oh, Kimber. It's good to name your hair. Flavor Ice is blue. Kimber's purple and pink. Oh. And what is Louise? And there's also Ashley Crescent at the top. <laughs> there's a little bit of Ashley around Kimber. What is it like? So anyway, back to the back story. To so back to away from this fantasy of Eric Tolles <laughs> Tran high school memories. Um, so he was very adorable and very sweet and organized the whole thing. And Eric was like, "Oh, you're so lovely. So what classes are you taking?" And like he was like, "Well, uh, the normal classes." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, do you have a date for prom?" I probably did touch him a little more than I should. You did have. Have your hand on his nipples. Right into the danger zone. It wasn't the fucking danger zone. But I mean, he was so sweet, and all the kids were great. Now we were going to perform. They asked me to perform soccer practice and looking cute, feeling cute. So. I didn't think about it until that day and I was like there's a lot of curse words even in the sweet and lovely looking cute feeling cute I'm like fuck your daddy uh-huh. <laughs> and then once we had the run in with old Principal Weatherby <laughs> Skinner <laughs> Principal Skinner was there Principal Skinner <laughs> Oh, oh man, I didn't man. know whether like he was gonna come and like pull the. This I is, really thought game he was. day is over. I thought he was gonna cancel it just uh-huh. when he saw Erica's ass. Yeah. I oh yeah, because so your ass is exposed. I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. my ass is completely exposed. It's like Victoria's Secret catalog. Oh. But with work, bitch. <laughs> the secret's a little bit a little different. Something this time. extra. It's a different secret this time for Victoria. <laughs> Victoria's plus surprise. Oh, my secret is showing. <laughs> I hope the hell not. 
so I didn't know whether Pr- Principal Skinner was going to come out and like cancel Gay Day when he when he heard the melodious waftings of "fucked your daddy" <laughs> go through the hall with, with a corresponding dance. <laughs> I, so, but then, luckily, the man who spoke before us, who was from Live Out Loud and had a very lovely, interesting. <laughs> He was legit. He was legit. He I don't want to doubt. Too legit. It to has its place, but uh, it, it was, was a little bit of a downer. Fun, but he was nice. He was very. So, sweet. but even in his speech, he said shit and fuck yes. at one point. Yeah. Woo. So, so I we was like, let the shit roll, fuckers. <laughs> you, you really turn to us at that point and say exactly that. Uh-huh. <laughs> within earshot of the principal. Uh huh. <laughs> All within earshot of the principal. Everything we said, even when we called Erica molester. <laughs> on school grounds. Yeah, thank you, Clint. And when you were also standing right next to the principal's office when you said, swim team locker rooms, come on, come on, they're just beyond that door. I would have liked to have taken maybe just a cursory glance. Oh. I yes. really lose myself sometimes. It doesn't sound like that in my head when I'm saying it. It's because it sounds so beautiful <laughs> and soft like in your head. <laughs> Except, except I mean, if when you it comes sa- out, too, if you actually. sounded like a busted old man, it would sound like this: swim team, lo- boy, swim team locker rooms, guys, come on, come on, it's just beyond that door. But in fact, it sounds like swim team locker rooms. Come on, it's just beyond that door. It does sound way more and for enticing. Some reason, that's okay. <laughs> it well, does think- sound lovely when you say it with such candy uh. in your voice, Erica. I think it's lovely that Erica is breaking down the last taboo: interracial, transgender. to white, to transgender. <laughs> To intergenerational love. I oh, know. <laughs> All right, so we're getting <laughs> off track. So, and then the performance happened. Then the perform. The, the, uh, the, the heavens opened, uh, and we were lowered from the ceiling. Yeah, I came up from the stage. Took hours of rigging. Yeah. Since it was a a four by six platform in the we foyer. Uh, but the sh- kids loved the show. They went crazy for everything. They did. They all screamed, Daddy, at the end. Uh-huh. It was like a They dream. loved it. It was fun. Oh, they were and jumping out of You know skin. who was super into it was the Dykes. The Dykes love you. Lesbians love you, John McGovern. It's because they relate to you. <laughs> we're both, we're <laughs> both very masculine. <laughs> we both love to garden. And you like to wear sand- to sandals, but not in a feminine way. Uh, that's true. I do not wear sandals in a feminine way. Oh, jeez. Oh, so it was so fun when I left the stage. Some girl, such so a little lesbian girl, yeah. came up and just hugged me. She a was, very tight. She was losing hug. her shit. She was uh, peeing in her pants a little. I think gay teens. I love. She was you. like, and she was like, every time she would look away from you she would like sort of say to no one in particular to herself to her friends I don't really know oh my god you're so my idol you're so my idol god you're so my idol so my idol I can't believe this is happening oh my god can you take a picture with me it was the cutest adorable most adorable thing I've ever seen it brought me a lot of pleasure today it was really like when the Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan show the first time like (laughs) they really looked like they were gonna jump out of their skin they were shaking they were crying when a huge amazing pop star comes to your school You'd cry too if Dolly Parton had come to your high school. Honey, if Dolly Parton, if I saw Dolly Parton, I'd have a seizure probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's down. We've got a Dolly Parton on one. Dolly Parton on one. He's got the double bazooms. Uh, uh, you know what the real kiki about this whole like high school thing was? Like 
Some people gagged, whatever, but what really killed me is the people who didn't gag at all. Oh, oh there no. were people unbothered. 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 Straight unbothered. kids coming out of class, Completely unbothered. Completely unbothered. And we're like, hi, trying to entice something. You no, know, you incite. were trying to stir up the shit, and they were not having it. They were it. not they were having like, it. They were like, hey, bro, you're going to you're, you're go, you're going to play outside some soccer later? Yeah, bro. That I'll, one with the dreads that we were kikiing on, oh, there was yeah. a hot jock with dreads who, like, was looking at me and looked over at his friends who obviously said, you know, that's a man, right? And then looked back with, like, like his shocked. Jo- shocked. Shocked. He was watching. Did you see him sitting in the audience? I did. I he did, was actually. Watching. Some, some straight children pulled up a seat. It was wonderful. We are enticing and quite interesting when we're doing a little show. I have to say it. And quite an eyesore. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could say that you probably single-handedly set back the gay movement about 10 years today. (laughs) Uh, After that lovely man came on and gave his speech about strength and hope. Uh, and, turn, and, and be, being one as a people, a two trannies come out Kids showing their tits and pussy, on the street corner. <laughs> making making lewd hand gestures and things. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's what you need. You can't be all peaches and cream. Gay kids no. know, know what up. They knew what were Gay up. Those ones in particular very much knew, I think, what was up. Oh, yeah. Cunt? They were definitely like debla- debate league, debate team. They were real yeah. smart kids. They were smart kids. So. Well, they asked us to come back next year, and I said, "Of course, my of course, of course." So that was just be real true women by then. Delight, <laughs> you're a fully pledged woman. <laughs> Did you just? <laughs> I thought you said they'll be legal by then. Yeah, that's oh. what I heard too. Oh. No, she's like, she didn't care about. Thank that. you, thank you, everyone, for having such. A- <laughs> I see what we everyone think really the, thinks of we me. We only think oh. the purest thoughts. <laughs> Here on Gay Pimpin' with it's John It's just McGovern. so shocking because you're all sunshine and candy, but the, but beneath the surface, <laughs> there's a dark secret for Erica Torvians. I like cute little boys. I'm sorry. And cab drivers. <laughs> men. And, and straight men with cocaine on their assholes. And other gay dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Actor Aviance just loves dick. She's, she's, she's a got, central woman. She's the bland. She's the bland. An earth Devereaux. mother, if you will. She's I'm an earth mother. <laughs> You're the earth. You're an earth mother. I'm an earth mother. Yeah, if you call earth mother loving mud pie. That's stank nasty. You're rotten for saying it. (laughs) Oh, my land. (laughs) Girls, 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 girls. girls. That's so fierce. You better work, bitch. Uh, so after the Drive show, we took some pictures, <laughs> and we proceeded outside where Crunk just happened to have his double dutch ropes <laughs> with him. <laughs> yeah, we were outside. We were like, let's do some photos. And Crunk's like, well, uh, I do have my double dutch. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting next. We're standing next to a group of bo- of straight boys playing 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 street street uh, soccer, and we're some trannies and some faggots <laughs> was doing a sparkle magic double dutch show. The House shit. of Sparkle Magic presents right outside Stuyvesant High School <laughs> Sparkle Magic Showdown. So we're gonna also we'll post some of the pictures of uh, of Crunk and the ladies double dutching, which is very amusing, extremely amusing, and lingerie um, pumps. <laughs> Kids, if you live in the New York area and you would like to be part of the House of Sparkle Magic double dutch team, email Crunk at 
at crunk1980 at mac.com. If you want to be part of Sparkle Magic, the, the hot new Double Dutch Ooh. squad. Ooh. They're, they're burning up oh. the they're Double Dutch burning up the Double Dutch right scene. Double you can, uh, you can mm. just search for Crunk, and he's in both Johnny and I's top, ta- top oh, eight yes. on MySpace. Mine as well. So, yeah. And mine, even though he hates me and my kind. Bits. <laughs> Bits. <laughs> if you're an up-and-coming Double Dutch team and you would like to battle Sparkle Magic... Also, drop crunk a line. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, competitors? Uh, crunk says, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, gutter slut. <laughs> Apparently, that includes Willis. Or is it Willis? Wills. Apparently, yeah, you can call him Willis. <laughs> you can call him Willis. <laughs> Apparently, that includes Wills of the West Coast Double Dutch rival, yeah, who doesn't trife. have a name. And even she's if he did trife. have a name, Crunk might hit me if she's I said it. Trife. Though you did tell me something amusing that Wells was having was practicing double dutch and made his straight brother and his brother's friend hold the ropes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Wells, you get a point for that. Even though you are Crunk's sworn One enemy. One point. But I'm going to get you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If you're listening, and I know you are. <laughs> oh, good old it's MySpace. On. There's good so many MySpace. great... The, we've gotten so much fun stuff from uh, all. We first we met Wills, who's a real double dutch Wills, delight. Wills, who's, who's now a close personal friend. Well, our darling Vinny. <laughs> oh, oh, Vinny. Vinny. So, so cute. cute. Oh, Vi- wait, wait, Vinny sent us an email last uh, week. Vinny sent me the sweetest email the other day. He was like, he was like I was just listening to the podcast, and I, I was up on that studying for my finals. I don't know why he's southern. Well, he's everyone's southern. southern. Everyone's southern, but he's from Poughkeepsie. But the Poughkeepsie <laughs> accent is very, very similar. He's from yeah. southern Poughkeepsie. He's from southern Poughkeepsie is what it is. It's Poughkeepsie like, is the south. I was, just listening, I was just listening. I was up all night studying for my finals, and I listened to the podcast, and I heard my name. And I was like, yes! And I knew that I was going to have a great day. And she spotted her panties. <laughs> <laughs> he is quite he's adorable. He's adorable. He's adorable. He's just also, my age. Too. And I also learned lots of new team <laughs> slang from when little Aaron, who we talked to about uh, yeah. before, sent us back an email where he gave me all the new teen teen short abbreviations. So of course there's Finny and lovely little Aaron. Also, um, H Chan, who made us all those amazing. Oh, oh my god, her. that that drove me insane when I saw that. She I made went, little I icons of all of us, a big yeah. icons of me, big icons, big icons. This is I love Linda James, and it's now my picture on it's my space. Adorable, it's adorable. Like she made little it. icons of all of us. And Thanks, God, thank you, you adorable lady. <laughs> and finally, Shandy made us an awesome icon for the show, which says, "Gay pimping with Johnny McGovern." If you don't listen to this podcast, we can't be friends. That's lovely. That's fantastic. That's on I, her page. I, I say that to people too. <laughs> you gotta draw your. When line people say that to your mom, <laughs> when people meet me, my mom listens. Uh, uh, when people meet me in a club, they're like, "Oh, hello, how are you?" I'm like, "Do you listen to the podcast, Johnny Gay him Johnny McGovern?" And if they say no, I turn and walk away. <laughs> Sometimes you spit. Sometimes I spit in their face. I've been spitting spit a, a lot. lot. I spit, spit like five times people. today because people try shit with me and I spit in their face. Well, I'm also to, a big fan of spitting. I think you clog down in there. Oh, Whenever Maybe. I get really Actually, mad, I also spit. Yeah, I spit hmm. at Because that's the worst insult you can yeah. do. But I, I have to be real this, mad. This bitch was walking, when we were double dashing today, this bitch was walking mm. by, and she gave me a look, and she had a stroller, and I turned to her, and I said, I'll spit on your baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she walked away. Wow. And she deserved it. the light inside. She's <laughs> <Jeez> Louise. <laughs> 
You really need to find the light inside. Oh. If you're going to be one of the Illumina- what, what's I'm Illuminarian. I'm a Luminarian. Illuminarian. If you're going to be an Illuminarian, you need to find the light inside. Luminarian is Kronk's new religion. Boots. Where you worship Back. yourself, the oh God in yourself. I am a Luminarian. I did seem very appealing. Yes. But then I could never the listen to all that black lady gospel music without sure. thinking Jesus hated I'm me. not a luminarian. It's true. Jesus is anti luminarian for sure. No, Jesus is cool. Good I like he's good cool. old JC. I ain't gonna worship Jesus him. Jesus is just cool. all right. Says Kronk, and to, later tonight, Kronk was struck dead by lightning. Oh, Aww. please do it. If like, he's still like, you still have four more, <laughs> five more lives. I've left. been praying for the sweet Kronk release of Jesus death since I was 13 years old. Kronk to Jesus. JC, Bring it if on. you're listening, I dare you. Oh, I really? double dog dare you. Oh. Please, I'm sitting very close to you. <laughs> Not Eric Doraviance died tonight for unexplained reasons. Kronk for secondhand happy. lightning strike. <laughs> uh, Andy Jones died tonight. In related nudes, some transgendered also. <laughs> we also got a really fun, uh, a fun letter from a kid named Nick who was like, I, oh, was I, so "I'm in radio school and I want to do a show like you guys." And I want once after listening to the podcast, I thought I want to move to New York City, uh, which is it makes, which is really makes the world means the world to me. It's lovely. such a warm and fuzzy five six today. Yeah, you know why? Because we love you. Five six, bling, and not in a molestery kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> How to read magazines. Yeah. Well, it's time to talk about them magazines. But Leal, the one picture we just can't stop looking at. Uh, I've been reading this picture for hours now. That baby. That baby. That baby. That Brangelina baby. That beautiful, beautiful piece of heaven. Never have I seen a baby that right out of the vagina looks so lovely. It really does. It was on the cover of the post on June 6th. I was actually doing doing an episode of Sirius Radio up up in the the Sirius Radio Tower. And some lady was like, ha, ha, ha. Ah, walking in the elevator, and I was like, she, was, she looked at me, she's like, the Brangelina baby. Ha, ha, ha. I just saw the picture, and I was like, really? She was like, it's gorgeous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she was was very... she laughing in the face of Jennifer Aniston? I, I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps. I hope so. Uh, well, the baby is stunningly And beautiful. You know, there's way, no way Jen and Vince can have a baby even close. No. Oh, did, you, no. did you hear about hell the bidding no. war that they had for these pictures? Oh, yes. They took them all. Like, they had all of the um, heads of all the weekly tabloids, and they had their, their a little bit of a kick in the face to them. Yeah, they gave them a pictures. real donkey punch. A real punch. donkey punch. Because they made them all come at, like, 10 o'clock at night and all sit in all separate... Um, like little rooms in this place in with this, no, like, no air, air conditioning no air conditioning burning hot it was like oh. that really hot week and, so, and it was in Soho and they um, showed them the pictures at midnight and they had to place their bids by 4am so they were all constantly on the phone all night long and didn't sleep at all <laughs> on, on, a, on a work day trying to place their bids F you to the tabs from Brad and so Angie I found that extremely cunty yeah but didn't they, they donate the money? Oh, well, they no, donated it course. to Africa. Oh, they, of course they It did. was a very subtle read. It was a subtle read. It was really, you know, it was shade. They didn't have to tell them they were ugly because they knew. They already knew they were ugly. You think mm. it's hot in here now? Go to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> they were teaching them a lesson. 
Uh, <laughs> I actually I heard that Angelina's putting the baby up for adoption. Yeah. Really? Why, Why, is that? That? Why would she do Because that? she feels that she can't she can't even have her own child because there are too many babies in the world that she needs to adopt. <laughs> then Jen yeah. Aniston uh, adopts uh, that now. baby Jen, uh, and poisons it against its real mother and then turns it into an assassin. And when he turns eighteen, <laughs> he's out to shoot. Angelina. <gasps> well, let's let's get to the heart of the matter. She really doesn't want to be upstaged. She's going <laughs> to adopt those Cambodian kids that have been stepped on line, landmines with like one arm, one leg. Oh, she doesn't want her beautiful oh, country daughter God. that's gorgeous, half Brad, half gorgeous. Angelina, to upstage Stealing her, her thunder. Mm. That's right. Maybe she'll just cut her face open when it's, she's... It's a very she mommy dearest. She'll give her an old fight club. <laughs> oh. No wire hangers, Brangelina. Oh well, that baby is gonna. You know, I, I, that, for this child forever is gonna be called Brangelina. No, everyone's gonna call it Brangelina, not Shy. Yeah, because they should have just named the baby Brangelina. I've been telling them for months to name it Brangelina, and they didn't listen. And you know they're and gonna break up response, any second Linda? now. They said f you, <laughs> f you, tranny. Angelina How said rude. no. Actually, Angelina said, "Well, that's a very nice." idea but we have taste here's a vial of my blood next to <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton Angelina uh, sounds a lot like me <laughs> she does, you both do speak very very ge- like generous wealthy women cotton mm. candy <laughs> so also this week there was a very interesting piece in the New York Post oh. about poor old Lindsay Lohan wah, wah. at the Vogue dinner what was it for Linda what was it the was, dinner um, for it was um, it was Anna Wintour's table I, could, I have the little tidbit right here. Well, I read it for here him. we're going to have a dramatic reading of the New York Post Lindsay item Thank by you. Lindy James. A piece called Powder Frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect to see Lindsay Lohan on the cover of Vogue anytime soon. Lohan annoyed Vogue, Vogue editrix Anna Wintour Monday night as a guest at Wintour's table at the CFDA Fashion Awards. Ooh, not Big, at the CFDA, I girl. know, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta behave. She got up. She, in quotes, got up to use the bathroom to powder her nose. Six, End quote. No, no, no. This, this, that quote doesn't end there. Oh, wow. Um, six times in two hours. End quote. Wow. She must have to Seems pee. Seems like she, someone has She could have been shiny. She could have been shiny. She's Very not shiny. a nun. She maybe she's all hocked up on. Maybe she's hocked up on cocaine. Possibly. She's got the cocaine fever. Um, <laughs> she's like, I just need some ice. She's got overactive <laughs> oil glands. Crunk uh, <laughs> is a makeup uh, artist. All right, finish, all about finish it, well, it Linda. Well, during the last trip, Wintour leaned over and whispered to the to a Vogue staffer. <laughs> Tell her if she gets up from the table one more time, she'll never be invited to one of my events again. Wow, she wow. sounds like the devil. Wow. So, <laughs> Anna Wintour is so butch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Lohan's date, Carl Lagerfeld, was Hello. then told, Hello. was then told, Carl, this is your guest controller. A rep for Wintour said, well, Anna was was definitely surprised at how busy Lindsay was. <laughs> but she offered no threat. What was Carl Lagerfeld's um, response? Like, what the fuck, he, Anna? Give me a break. Give me a, give me <laughs> a break. The kid's 19 she's and she's 19, addicted to blow, okay. allegedly. You know, do a bump up your vagina. We all know it's in that ring on your finger. Come on. And Anna went over for the record. Sounds like this. 
<laughs> she better not get up from that table anymore. She'll never be one of my guests again with a smile. <laughs> She's one cold and icy bitch. But I do love the idea of on a tour scolding Lindsay. I what know. a downer, though. Like, wouldn't you? I mean, if I was Lindsay. And that with Anna Wintour and Carl at the fashion table, I wouldn't want to get up. I wouldn't want to be able to keep hearing the conversation. See, here's the thing that I feel is that they, you know, that if you were at a table with all those wicked bitter queens, <laughs> that they would be ripping your 19 Lindsay Lohan ass to shreds to your face in front of you, and you would have to go to the bathroom to do cocaine six times in two hours just to kill to, the pain, just to make it through. Wow. Mm. Boots. Interesting theory. <laughs> Boots. Poor Lindsay. Boots. Hooked Poor. on crack, Kevin, at the Vogue dinner. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, um, Allegedly of course. Allegedly. Now, we have some other interesting blind ooh, items. Ooh, ooh, I have a blind item. Spe- what is it? Speaking of a starlet who is very much like the girl you just said, mm-hmm. um, there was in the post the other day a who's who, actually, or who are, who is it? And it was, um, like, which, which, super, which recently super svelte um, starlet celebutant um, isn't actually anorexic but had her stomach stapled to lose weight and now can't put any on her skeletal frame. <laughs> Who could so that apparently, be? Apparently, allegedly, Nicole Richie's not anorexic at all. No, girl. <laughs> she just had her stomach stapled. She can't. was too thin to be getting it and now she's the latest skeleton. She's fierce. I don't think she's a skeleton. I think she's fierce. She is fierce. fierce. I can't. I, I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying. It's fierce. I'm okay and dying. I look so good. She looks gorgeous. She does look Actually, gorgeous. Actually, we watched some of the new Simple Life this last this week, yeah. and Nicole is the superstar it's of the still, show. It's like the Nicole show. And Paris just seems like a douchebag. Well, she always was. She always was. She had thing. Nicole to bounce it's off just, of. It's even more. I bet that was Nicole's plan all along, because they're really not. They don't hate each other that much, they say. that. Like I've also heard items where it says that they really don't hate each other. Nicole just made up this fight and just refuses to speak with Paris because it helps her career. And which is true because mm. it Nicole kind was of, the best thing on the it show. It kind anyway. of does. It kind of uh, actually this they, them having to do it this way kind of does like really seal it because Paris is this way. Paris is by herself looking like a douchebag, and it gets to be the Nicole show. I'm interracial and I'm adopted. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I wish and you could I'm have seen the dance that went along with that song. It was very entertaining. Uh, oh. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a great musical, the Nicole Richie story. Why did she, I get gastric bypass? I'm skinny. And Sheila E. plays the drums in the background. Because <laughs> you know they're cousins. Uh, they're cousins? Uh, biological cousins. She was Sheila a doctor. Sheila E. and yeah. Nicole? Yeah, she's a prince baby, remember? I knew uh, she was a prince baby, but I didn't realize it was Sheila E. No, it's not Sheila, Sheila E.'s related to Sheila's family, but though. But it's her cousin or something. Yeah. Ooh, damn, Nicole, she's damn. got it in her blood. She do. She, she does. Do. I know that's Go, right. girl. Tell it Go. like it Tell is. Tell it like Second. it is. Um, since it's Golden Girls Appreciation Day, I did want to mention some of the tabloids I brought back from Egypt that I had oh. old Golden Girls uh, items in them. You went into your vaults? Yes, I went back into my old vaults and pulled out some old tabloids. And the in, best in one... In pristine condition, my Oh, I yeah. Had. Very pristine condition. They were sealed and in, like, comic book envelopes. Except they it had, was a star uh, from cheating. Cheating. It was a star from 1989. They had like they had, <laughs> they had like the uh, scars of the stars, including all the golden girls trying to show that where their surgeries were. 
I couldn't see nothing. The stars back, the star magazine back in the day that I don't live for because they would put pictures of the stars looking gorgeous and say what they had done. Not old haggard pictures next to them for comparison. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't have the heavy paparazzi following them. There was no like B. Arthur at yeah. the grocery store. Uh, if only they were going oh, through growing pains back then. And all that the pages weren't glossy back in the days. No, they it were was in newspaper oh, right, it was form. Paper. Yeah, only the it's covers were really good. But they also did have the secret lives, the secret love lives of the Golden Girls article, which was like a dream. Kronk, mm. you got to see this picture of B. Arthur leaning over a table, talking to a millionaire boyfriend, looking like oh. it's totally stay like, mm-hmm. ooh, gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It I, the, back then, they were the Nicole and Paris and Misha of the day. The Except Golden Girls. they were Girls. 60. They were old. <laughs> which is fierce. I lived for a time in America. 60-year-old star. 60-year-old. That's when the old, sex, sick, when old people were allowed to come be back sexy. around? Well, as soon as in a couple in two <laughs> years when you now. turn sixty, two years from now. Ooh. Oh, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> I hope I make it. Keep your fingers. You got crossed. four You've more got lives. Four more lives. Right. You've only used a couple. Well, well, you've only met the Lord seven times. <laughs> now at the gates of heaven, there's a line for everybody else, and there's like a revolving door for Kronk with a ticket. <laughs> Kronk, hey, has an, Kronk has an easy pass for heaven. <laughs> Skid right on through, back around. They're like, you ain't learned your lesson yet. Get back down. Get there. back down there. <laughs> they know that's the only. They're like, send him to hell. He'll be in his element. We gotta send him right back to life. <laughs> that's not a punishment. That's not a punishment. <laughs> Dream. He'd be chilling. All his favorite people are there. Uh, I wish uh, the Golden Girls were still. Still on the cover of all the tabs. Me too. Or like, or the paparazzi craze had been as crazy back then. So I could have like do all their outfits from their cash times to when like they're like she wore this up this outfit on the show because you know the Golden yeah. Girls were taking the wardrobe home and wearing them to press events. Um, you know what I wish is that just now in this day and age. Nicole Richie and Drew McClanahan would become besties, and, uh, could, and it could be like wasting away Nicole and Rue. Paris was partying at Club Paris with Misha Barton, B. Arthur, Rue McClanahan, and Betty White. Mm. <laughs> Betty, a Betty White, B. Arthur screaming match. You're a oh. fucking bitch, Betty. You're a fucking bitch. Go drink something else. Bitch. Oh, really? Why don't you go pet a cat? You love animals so much, but you don't like people. Well, you certainly don't like your pussy, angry bitch. Oh, what the hell? I've loved before. Hold on. Let me get some octane. I don't know if you know, but I've been on TV more than anyone. I'm a classy broad. Have you ever heard of Mary Tyler Moore? Uh. Have you ever heard of Password? Have you ever heard of Maud? <laughs> they had a theme song with my name in it. I heard of Maud. It's about a bull dagger. Oh, <laughs> Betty, you cunt. You lesbianic dog-humping bitch. You're a fucking man. You're barren. You never had children and you never will. I didn't have children because I am a successful actress. You didn't have children because you're a cold-hearted bitch. At least I... I, I didn't have children out of wedlock and destroyed their lives. Guys, this is Nicole. You really shouldn't fight. I mean, you were, you were, you were great Shut up, on you fucking show. little skinny bitch. You uh, adopted uh, my uh, Lionel uh, Richie. Not Fuck so you, you skinny bitch. Uh, oh, wow, look at that. Even during a Golden Girls cat fight, Nicole died again. I'm not dead yet. Fuck you, Nicole. Thank you for being a Big douchebag. Are you gonna eat that bagel? 
Well, it's golden girls. Oh. Thank you for being a friend. Do 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 do. Travel down the road and back again. Do 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 do. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Do 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 do. And if you're through a party, invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be from me, and the card attached would say, "Thank you for being a friend." Oh, we're like a choir of retarded well, then children. The, the most important part comes after that, which is the opening credit music. <laughs> You know what? I recently speaking of speaking of Golden Girls. Speaking we, of Golden we've Girls, we've been watching a lot of Golden Girls all, all for our whole lives. Yeah, and we recently purchased season five. Thank you for releasing season five, Touchstone Thank Television. You. And I never noticed before, but there is constantly the sound of little birds chirping on Golden Girls, and it drives me up the wall when I'm trying to sleep to it, because I'm like, what the hell time is it? Isn't this New York City? It's morning with the girls. It's They're morning. always up very, very early. Now, um, we have some special guests in the studio. We still have Lady Cronk. Later. In the studio. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the most glamorous makeup company CEO in America. Oh, my God. Unless you saw me. And then you would know I was not the most glamorous. <laughs> uh. He's a tough tattoo daddy. The CEO of Pretty Pretty Makeup. But he loves the girls. James Benson, everybody. <laughs> Hi, what's going on? Hey, and when I say the girls, I don't mean the ladies. The ladies. <laughs> I mean the girls, girls, girls. <laughs> I've always heard, I've always thought that Johnny McGovern, number one golden girl, GG fan. You would think with all that he you knows. You would think that, that it would but be impossible. But he told me someone to know more. No, no, young my young friend, my young beautiful friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly yeah, what I said. <laughs> <laughs> there is a man known as the GG wizard. Lil Big. <laughs> Lil Big. As James Mr. is affectionately called in our, our street gang, the Thongs. The thongs. <laughs> Mr. Mr. James Vincent. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. I also have a gift from God where I forget every episode, so every time I watch it, it's like watching it for the first time. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, what a it's dream. amazing. I can watch the same episode three times in a day. I believe the scientific and every term time, for that. It's amazing. It's a uh, Golden Girls related Alzheimer's. You're not oh. the only one who has it. There was an episode of Alzheimer's that was on the other day that's very moving. Oh, poignant. Very it was poignant. poignant. It the is. kids can watch it. it is, it's a, it's one of those where you learn a lesson at the end, which is the best best kind and they play that music. That's really the only thing that relaxes oh, yeah. me. Really? My What's fa- the what's the serious music on Golden Girls? I think it's similar to the scene change music. It's just a little it's bit slower, slower and mm-hmm. more dramatic. Yeah. Like they use it in like an AIDS episode. Oh, it's where they go. Uh, uh, I watched the AIDS you. one the other day. I hate that episode. I hate it yeah, too. It's a downer. It's a they, downer. they leave you with a question. It's, do, do, do. They do. They do. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, what's going to happen? Exactly do, do, do. They manipulate your emotions with that Golden Girls And that's when the great music. thing also about Golden Girls is that 
uh, whenever they have one of those dramatic pauses, someone says something, and there's a good three or four seconds of silent reaction from all the girls. Dorothy grabs her chest. Rose. Maybe a double take. A double, a double take. take. Perhaps, a Always double a double take. Well, Crunk's here with us also, as and we he said likes earlier. Wine. I like to have fun. And Erica Aviant, who's seen a lot of Lifetime in her day. And we force her to watch Golden Girls all the time. It's a pleasure and a delight, and um, I've always loved them. Mm. Now, James, when did you first start watching the girls? (laughs) Well, it's a sad story, but my brother, who's actually straight, was obsessed with the Golden Girls when he was little, and I would make fun of him for it. Mm -hmm. He would watch every week, and I would make fun of him for it. And then one day I sat down, I think it was on on Saturday nights, so you know, you were never home, Mm -hmm. and I watched it, and I was hooked. For life. Hooked. And I actually had a really gay Golden Girls moment where I came out to date this boy when I was like 17. And he stood me up for a date on a Saturday night. And like I only came out to date this boy. So I was devastated. And my mother and I sat down and watched the Golden Girls together. And then when I was still depressed, she started jumping up and down on the bed singing like the theme from the Golden Girls. And she fell off and hit her head. Aww. And she died that and, day. No, she didn't. But we, did, <laughs> but we laughed about it at the emergency room. Uh, <laughs> and it's the, go- the Golden Girls just bringing the family together. Oh, uh, Maybe that's how you got your superpowers. Maybe her head injury caused you to get superpowers. It could have. You ever think of that? Yeah. No, You're I a didn't. nerd, Martine. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. It's a vicious what? room today. <laughs> what? I now, what is your favorite that. Golden Girls moment? Let's go around and we can all mention our favorite All right. I, we'd li- I'd like to start with you, Johnny McGovern. What is your favorite Golden Girls oh, moment? Oh, God. So many. But I really must say the episode where Rose, by accident, books Dorothy's party, birthday party, at Mr. Haha's <laughs> Funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Because um, this is, it's actually a, a flashback that was a new flashback when they would do those episodes where it was a oh. flashback, but they filmed new sequences. I love the new flashbacks. So They're in, so good. In Mr. Haha's Funhouse, Dorothy was very angry and she was being mean to Mr. Haha. And Mr. Haha said, Dorothy, be careful. Mr. Haha's brother is Mr. Lawyer. And Dorothy, mmm. <laughs> and then uh, and Rose like, oh, I'm sorry, Dorothy. I thought it'd be fun. And then a little boy taps Mr. Haha on the shoulder and goes, Mr. Haha. And he slams the cake into Mr. Haha's face. And, Dor- and he says, happy birthday, Dorothy. Oh, how sweet. And also, of course, the classic uh, songwriting episode. That we all love oh, so much. Miami is nice, so I'll say it twice. Miami is nice. Miami is nice. Miami is. Wait a minute. You put in an extra Miami is nice. I had to. It hurts the music if you don't put it in. Yeah, but the lyrics don't make any sense. I mean, it goes Miami is nice, so I'll say it twice. Well, what about this? Miami is nice, so I'll say it thrice. Who the hell says thrice? It's a word. So is interuterine. That does not belong in a song. Miami, you're cuter than an interuterine. Such hilarious comedy with the girls. Uh, so those are some of my favorites, among millions among of millions. others, Linda. Well, my, I have two 
that come to mind. Very special, special episodes for me. Number one, Turkey Lurkey. Oh, oh, so good. When the girls put on a show for the kids of Henny Penny and Dorothy makes a grand and gloomy entrance <laughs> as Turkey Lurkey with her collar and her tie and her black feathers. Those outfits are over, first oh. of all. And I wish I could get my hands on them to do a Turkey Lurkey number. <laughs> Dear piece of blue sky just fell on my head the wherefore and why is best left unsaid but i have a hunch and it's appalling that like it or not the sky is falling a piece of up there just landed down here you better beware the message is clear It's run for your life. The sky is falling. Oh, dear. A piece of blue sky just did what they said. Don't stand there and sigh. Get under the bed. Don't stop to complain. It's no good grumbling because this isn't rain. The sky is crawling. Oh, this is terrible news. I think we best all go warn the king. Oh. A piece of blue sky just fell on her head. The wherefore and why are best left unsaid. But we have a hunch, and it's appalling that, like it or not, the sky is falling. Help! Disaster is near. Help! We're trembling with fear. Help! The outlook is drear. We're dreading Armageddon may disrupt our career. And though he may refuse the news to bring, we must fly and try to warn the king. Uh, the Sotheby's auctions. The Sotheby's auctions. Uh, once Rue McClanahan dies. Her. She actually auctioned off all of her clothes on eBay for charity. A friend really? of mine is her personal assistant. Damn. I would have got. I would have loved one show. outfit. I would have framed it. I know. It was actually in their contracts that they got to keep the entire wardrobe. Yeah, we, we, on the new season, on season five, there's a commentary by the girls, all separately, of course. And Rue McClanahan, every time she sees an outfit, she goes, I got that. Or, I don't have that one. <laughs> and I miss it. It's very I lovely. wish I did. So my other favorite episode, mm-hmm. of course, is Rose is hooked on drugs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We have all been there. Uh, I have been there with her. Rose, you've been taking these pills since ni- for for twenty three years. I can stop if I want. <laughs> and I love how they only stay up one night together, and at the morning everything is <laughs> solved. Rose has kicked her addiction <laughs> to prescription pills, and they and never one noticed. Night. And they never. <laughs> and twenty three years. And and that hooked. that is actually the episode in which Blanche wears her bathing ape robe. Which <laughs> <laughs> Which is the white one with the beautiful color swatches. It's stunning. That is stunning. Mm. Erica Dor, do you have a favorite moment? I have a couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, first, and I'm, I'm actually, quite frankly, astonished that no one took this before it got to me. Um, the dance... A-thon. Oh, oh my god! I can't, I'm that gagging was. that nobody took, took it mine. before me. I was really, I was clenching my lips over here, thinking that one of you was. Ga- I'm like, surely one of that them. That is will actually say the my a-thon. true favorite that is moment. The true oh, too late! I was going to use that. Maestro 
Give me something with a little octane. Exhausted? Maestro, how about something with a little octane? Okay, little lady. All right, boys, take it away. A one, two, a one, two, three, four. And Dorothy, Dorothy swings the finger and she the does air. like a 23 skidoo. A 23 skidoo! <laughs> uh. Oh, for heaven's sake, go on. No, Dave, I better do this by myself. You might get hurt. First she does a big first she, she does, she does a little yeah, shimmy. shimmy. She does the shimmy in that pink dress. And she does she does the around the room shimmy. Mm-hmm. What else does she what does she do? What is the She does a little bit of a tap she number. Does a she does a tiny a tap. tap. And the, the the finale is a sequence of cartwheels that end in a split. And it's so obviously a double with a, a Betty White wig it's on. It's like a black man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like it's the most fun, it, but it's so great. And then she goes down in the split, pops her head down, pops her head back up, and they do a close up on Betty White. Oh, Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Oh, it's worth it. Uh, James, what about you? Well, I have a, a few, but my favorite absolute moment is also the saddest moment. Oh. The final episode when Dorothy tells them, You will always be my sisters. And then she goes out, and they think she's not coming back, and their eyes well up. And then she runs in through the <laughs> off the lanai, uh-huh. and hugs them again, and we all just oh, it's, uh-huh. it's such a moment. Oh, it's it is such a moment. I love that. I really would have liked the spinoff called Dorothy, where I, she goes to she that. goes to live Hello. on the plantation. <laughs> at, uh, I think you could still pitch it. Dorothy, I would, I would love to see her in a show with Elaine Stritch. Elaine oh. Stritch and oh, B. Arthur me. together at last. That would have been great. My pussy is uh, flowing two with alcoholics juices. together. I think it would have been brilliant. That uh, would have been good. And they can have an episode where they hate Betty White together. Mm. <laughs> that breaks my heart. I can't even think about it. You know what? Betty White is a filthy bitch. <gasps> I'm going to say it. She's best friends with Mary Tyler Moore, who is also... I love them both dearly. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> they're, they're two great, wonderful women, but the two are bitches, and they're best friends, and they're evil, as you can see in the in the Betty White intimate portrait series. <laughs> we actually got all the intimate portraits recently and watched them on all. DVD. It's genius. But, and you know what? Each of the girls looks very different in each intimate portrait. Mm. And, you can see and, how their surgery started to settle and, or got too tight. If you really get into it, too, everyone even and on B. Arthur's, everyone comments on Betty White's. B. Arthur does not. Appear once. No, she fucking from the hates that camp. bitch. I, the the story is that B. Arthur actually Rue McClanahan and B. Arthur didn't speak before the show either. Elaine Stritch was cast as Dorothy, right? And they went. The producers went to B. Arthur and asked her to do it, and then Rue McClanahan called her. But they stopped talking because when Rue McClanahan divorced her husband, B. Arthur started dating him <gasps> in the seventies. So no. they did not speak know that for quite a while until Conrad Bain. Who was on Maud with them, and, and Maude. then on different strokes as Mr. Drummond brought them back together at last? Really? Thank you, what? Conrad Bain. <laughs> Thank you, Conrad Bain, for making it all possible. Who knew? Without Conrad Bain, who knew, Mr. Drummond? And I, the other reason for the feud is that B. Arthur actually still makes money off the show. She had a different deal than the other actresses, oh. so she actually got a production credit, and that was one of the reasons for the feud. Wow. Well, B better work. Oh, my God. She's smart. She's a Make smart lady. Money, she bitch. deserves she it. She deserves it. 
Right. It's all not easy joy. being a six foot Bits. seven comedic <laughs> genius in a slouchy boot and a slouchy boot with a vagina and a cowl neck always and a chan- a very tasteful Chanel earring to her shoulders. <laughs> oh, do you have any more words of wisdom, Crunk? What are your favorite episodes? Well, I have to say, Erica stole mine. Oh, the dance so number sorry. one. I was gagging. I was hoping she wouldn't take it, but she I have did. Other ones. I'll take that back. But there's really a lot to choose from. But I guess the uh, the rusty anchor where B. Oh, Arthur comes in, oh, Dorothy steals Bl- uh, Blanche's it's spotlight. Hard hearted Hannah. <laughs> Just hard hearted Hannah. <laughs> the vamp of Sienna Pier. They call her hard hearted Hannah. Vamp of Savannah, meanest gal in town. Now leather is tough, but Hannah's heart is tougher. She's a gal who likes to see men suffer. Oh, she's hard-hearted Hannah, the vamp of Savannah, GA. Blanche tries to get all sexy and do a Michelle Pfeiffer on the top of the grand piano. And, like, loses her shoe, loses her pearls. <laughs> She's sliding all, all over the place. All my special friends here at the Rusty Anchor, this one's for you. Hit it, Ron. <laughs> I want to be loved by you. Just you and nobody else but you. That's a good one. There's so, there's so there's many. There's just like so picking, many moments. Yeah, it's like picking your favorite it's, child. You really... Well, I have a favorite child. No. <laughs> I have some least favorite ones for sure. The, oh, the Empty Nest spinoff with Rita Moreno. Oh, no. That's oh. a torturous episode. That, if that comes on, I get angry. I get mad. I call Andy up and I complain if they show that episode. Because they're not in it. No. Yeah, they're not in it and it sucks. And Rita Moreno... And we love Rita Moreno, but... Yeah, but George... And George, promise me one more thing. Promise me you won't die. <laughs> How dare they use the dramatic Golden Girls music on a cheap spinoff, Empty oh. Nest. I also hate Mickey Rooney, and, and the I Mickey had the Rooney hu- episode makes me angry. Mm, I don't really like when Sophia gets married that much. Oh. To the black guy? No, not to the black guy. That's a lovely episode. To the Jewish guy. She she marries actually a guy, uh, someone Guilford, and I went to drama school with his son. Oh, with his, no, with his grandson. I'm not that old. (laughs) But he's been living off his grandpa's millions for years. (laughs) Jeez, Louise. Martine, do you like the Golden Girls? I do like the Golden Girls, Mm. but I haven't seen the show in maybe 10 years. What? Blaspheme! Stop talking. Blaspheme! Fuck you. Sorry. I'm straight. What do you you expect, really? You know, lots of straight people enjoyed the Golden Girls during its seven-year glorious run. On Saturday nights at nine, and I was one Bates. of them, but they my didn't mother and make father. an impression on my young psyche. Well, you... I do remember that I loved Rose, and I love any time she said anything because it was always hilarious. F- fellas, lady, and by lady I mean crunk. <laughs> hi oh, hi We've forgotten. <laughs> we've forgotten one very special episode. The episode where the girls go to jail. <gasps> oh, that's oh, fantastic. And Sophia has to come and bail them oh, out. Oh, the best part of that episode. The girls get mistaken for hookers. Because <laughs> they're at a fancy hotel that Blanche chose. And then they get put in the slammer. 
And so what happens? Rose starts getting into a fight with one of the... Oh, no. Blanche starts calling one of the inmates. I'm not a common whore like these women here. <laughs> and she says, who are you calling a common whore? And she's like, oh. And Dorothy has to come back with, I've done time at Attica. Back up. And he said, well, That's that was a man's a- prison. A man's prison. <laughs> they didn't find out for four years. <laughs> Sorry, chief. Didn't mean to ruffle your feathers. And they stand behind snapping their fingers yeah. like it's West Side Story yeah. or something. <laughs> they are the, those are the fanciest hookers. Oh, those hookers are good. There's such love, a rainbow of hookers I love in that when episode. they're at the hotel, though, and um, Blanche explains to the gentleman that Dorothy is an excellent teacher. Everyone that's had says she's fantastic. Well, let's go, Dorothy. <laughs> I'll give you $50. It's also really good when Rose has the heart-to-heart with her little youngin from St. Olaf that's she's, lost she's her way. She's from the sister city. The sister St. city. St. Gustav. Sa- oh, St. Gustav. Oh. Boots. Boots, Miss Thing. Boots. Boots. Don't try it with my Kerflugenurgen. <laughs> I also enjoyed the episode where they were traveling back to St. Olaf one time. Oh, and really? they were on the back of it. It takes like three yeah, days to get train. to St. Olaf. And the circus. Yes, and they get they go on, a, on an old rickety cart. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I should really call my friend Snoogifluge. She's like, why don't you call her up? And she goes... Snoogafluga! <laughs> and the lady goes, Rose, is that you, Rose? Just into the distance. like, how you doing? And the one where they go on the train, on the way back, they've taken a train, and the train's all mixed up, and he's like, yes, well, the 5 o'clock leaves at 6, and 6 leaves at 7, and the 9 o'clock leaves at 9.45. She's like, oh, my goodness. And he's like, we've taken a train into Rose's mind. <laughs> it's genius. I was very fond of Rose as a child, I remember. I think that was every child's favorite yeah. was Rose. I Mine loved, was it wasn't until later that I really grew to be a Dorothy maniac. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I was always <laughs> a whore, so I always liked Blanche. Blanche. I was yeah, always I think Blanche. I liked Blanche first and then Dorothy later. See, I can't. nobody can trump the Arthur in my mind. No, 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 no. clearly now. But, but as a child, I didn't get I, the... I, Pregnant paws and the double take. Exactly. So really her timing her is just ti- so impeccable. impeccable. So good. And the fashion on that show. Oh, just oh. can't say enough about it. And I get, I found they made them all. They made all those clothes for those late. Every episode, they made oh, them. Yeah. Made them all Girl. those insane culottes, etc. Pat Field before there was a Pat Field. Hello. I, I am hoping there's a Golden Girls fashion comeback. And like they Carl can walk around. I, I think like it's called As Four. <laughs> <laughs> or Heatherette. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> I'd like to see Carl Lagerfeld being like this season. I'm very inspired by Blanche, and her sexy spirit. Less. Dorothy takes no bullshit. Sweatpants with a heel. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> Last year, oh, I was all wrapped up in the ocean. A butterfly sleeve. <laughs> my favorite is the surprise where you think that it's a skirt, and then Dorothy walks, and their pants. Oh, my favorite, my favorite Dorothy look ever is like, the mother of a solid gold dancer, <laughs> where she has that look in day and night. That she has like a white oh, yeah. one with the fringe coming across, and then the the teal. Uh, uh, is that uh, when they thought she was a hooker? Or is that a different? Episode? No, that no. That's when she was going on the date with the priest, <sighs> yeah. and she right, thought right. she was just a real God, man. And he I am up shocked at what is embedded in my brain without even even calling it up. I can call bring these because things. Linda James, we play the episodes it's, nonstop we do watch every day, nonstop. And when we get a new one, it just stays in the player over and over. Every time there's a new volume that comes out, I just. 
Say, thank you, Jesus. My boyfriend will literally say to me, like, when I can't sleep or we're all fucked up, he'll be like, just put on the Golden Girls and be quiet. <laughs> because it does, it's the only thing that relaxes me. Drugs golden don't girl, do it. The Golden Girls do. Let me tell you, when, I, like used to, when I used to go to summer camp <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the 80s, oh, when I was a little God. baby, I would go to summer camp when I was nervous about summer camp. So I put my little tape recorder up to the television <laughs> and I audio recorded episodes of the Golden Girls, which I would listen to on my Walkman at summer camp to fall asleep. You should really keep that under your hat. Uh, I'm, I'm embracing it now. First would be the secret masturbation under the covers, looking at the counselor coming out of the shower, and then audio Golden Girls. <laughs> I found those tapes. I also have a tape of 227. I love 227. It's but cool that's that. another show. Mary. <laughs> Mary. I actually did Marla Gibbs makeup, and she loves gay people because her son is gay. And when she asked me, I said, you know, I love you. On, I love 227. And she said, what was your favorite thing? The theme song. Gay people always love the theme song. <laughs> and I said, well, I did love the theme song, but my favorite thing was probably the way that everyone on the show said Mary in a very distinctly different way. You know, like Walter would always be like, Mary, whatever his name. Walter, what was his name? I don't The husband. I don't know. He was the husband. And after I did her makeup, she took me to Gladys Knight Chicken and Waffles for a meal. Wow. Oh, my God. Marla Gibbs is a superstar. She will treat you to chicken and waffles. She does not play. You go, Marla Gibbs. Now, you also, I saw B. Arthur's One Woman Show on Broadway, but you traveled... To see it a very intimate theater. I did. I actually developed a mascara in the in my makeup line, pretty pretty, called Beatrice. Um, mm. That she asked me to develop. She wanted me to do a coral lipstick, but we already had a few, so we decided that uh, we would develop a blue mascara for oh, her. Oh, yeah. did you sent it to her? I did. Yeah, we. She took twelve of them, wow. and her makeup artist um, on her tour took twelve of them, and they used them. What a the dream tour. come yeah. true! Yeah. Now, what was your meeting with B. Arthur like? She's actually not that tall. Surprisingly, really? she's just always working with little people. Mm. But she's she's not that tall. And she's very thin. She's not a she's not a large woman, and she's amazing. And it was kind of ridiculous because we all had T-shirts on with her face on it that said "Delicious." <laughs> <laughs> and she just you know she's a she's just a crazy lady. She never wears shoes. She refuses to wear them, and she's just like one of a kind. It's like sitting in the room with someone who's just genius. You know, they all are geniuses. Uh, she's uh, legendary for hating shoes. Yeah, I know uh, a few yeah. stories about that. Our friend, our friend, our friend, um, who is an editor at high high end fashion magazines, Frank, was telling us how for W they did a shoot a long time ago with B. Arthur, and the first thing she did was take off her shoes when she came in the room. I hate these fucking shoes. I never wear them. Well, the story I heard was that she literally kicked them yeah. off. Like they were flip flops. Kicked them across the room. If you're B. Arthur, you can do whatever. You can do whatever the hell you want. Because you can wrestle anybody who disagrees with you if you're B. Arthur. <laughs> That's if, true. Of course, that was before I had the hump removed. I like. I like to. <laughs> I like to watch from the window so I can bay at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> And I also love when they say things all the time like, well, that certainly does sweeten the pot. <laughs> they will use that every other episode. I, I will give you outright, outright, my practically full bottle of Chanel number no. five. Oh. That was Dorothy's bargaining chip. To Blanche. When she was, what was she doing? She, oh, was, she was trying, trying to get, to get her something. to go out with Stan. All right. And she ended up giving her the numbers of all of her, her boyfriend's sailor friends. Some have been away at sea for years. Oh, what would, what would, you'll know this quote better where she's like, 
don't look at me that way. There's nothing I can do for you. <laughs> oh, I love any lesbian tendency. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how and I, I also, I also love when um, Blanche tells Dor- Dorothy, "I like you as a friend." <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, do the tell, do the one where she says, "There's nothing I can do for you." How's it go? Oh, I don't remember. Ooh, I stumped I the the wizard, stumped the wizard of <laughs> the Gigi. Gigi. I remember win. the episode. That, that's pretty much the that's pretty much the line you remember. I love when uh, when Dorothy's lesbian friend comes in and Ro- and she falls in love with Rose. <laughs> oh, that's oh. one of my favorite episodes. That is also another good moment because at first she's like a lesbian. Well, isn't Danny Thomas one? <laughs> not Lebanese. <laughs> and then Blanche is angry, not because lesbian. she's a lesbian, lesbian, but because she has a crush on Rose instead of Blanche. <laughs> oh, well, don't tell Rose. She's not as cosmopolitan as I am. <laughs> yeah, if she finds out Danny Thomas is a lesbian, it'll kill her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Martine no. is lost in the darkness today. <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it as if it's the first time. Oh, all of these quotes. You're pretty much getting a You're verbatim pretty much getting- show. <laughs> right thing- hey, I have an idea for a show. Let's quote the Golden Girls for an Golden hour and a half. Golden Girls is the best network TV show ever, ever. But you just have to recognize, you know, because I, I work in film and you always work with like snotty filmmakers and people who went to theater school and they always are like, blah, 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 theater or film. But the Golden Girls is amazing. It's so well written. It's so well acted. They're masters of their craft. So and you have to appreciate it as one of the most brilliant things ever done. Ever. Every True. episode is perfect, except for the Mickey Rooney one. <laughs> oh, and the one where they lose the ticket in the jacket. I hate that one, too. Mm, that's because they have to go be homeless. Oh. It's a teaching homeless lesson. Yeah. That's a oh, I don't lesson. like lessons. Once I had a railroad, made it run. <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> I like the Golden Girls when they have emotional issues with each other. Grab but I don't that like dough! To, uh, <laughs> grab oh, that grab, dough. Grab that dough. That is so uh, good. Golden Girls, this is our salute oh, to you. The men of Blanche's boudoir. Thank you, everybody, for talking about the Golden Girls. Golden Girls, I love you. Jeez, I'm sick of all the straight kids in school trying to cop my style. Me too. I just want to stand out from the crowd. I can't stand those metrosexuals. You know, every time I get a cool ringtone or cool new outfit, someone tries to cop my style. I know, they're just biters. I wish there was something cool and hip and underground and hilarious that I could get that hardly anybody else would get in my school except for me and I'd be the coolest person wearing it. Yeah, what he said. I wonder where that could be. Hey, kids! Wow! It's the gay pimp, Johnny McGovern! Oh, my God. Hi, Johnny. OMG. What's up, my little gay babies? I've appeared here magically in your room to solve your problem. You did? That's great! You see, all of my hot New York City tracks are available as ringtones on GayPimp.com. Oh, my God. This is New York City, bitch. Showgirl, serving it up, soccer practice, looking cute, feeling cute, the bad bump, and more. Do you have T-shirts? Do you have T-shirts? We sure do have T-shirts. Oops, my cock's out. Honky if you love whitey. Support your local transgendered-identifying individual. Yes. Gays gone wild. Yes. And more. I love that one. Those suckers at your school won't know. What? Hit them. Uh, thank you, Pimp. Thank you. You know where you can find them? Where? Tell them, boys. The store at gaypimp.com. Take that, metrosexuals. What are you boys doing in there? Who's in there with you? Nothing, Bob. I've got to go. See y'all gay babies later. Bye, Pimp. Bye. 
store at GayPimp.com for ringtones and Gay Pimp merchandise. I totally suck his cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, go, go, go. Sophia, go, go, go. Sophia, go, go, go. Sophia Lamar. She's here. She's in the studio. And she's hateful. Uh, How are you doing, Sophia? Well, I'm not full of hate this week, but somebody Hmm. from uh, San Francisco, Miss Kitty. Oh, Mr. Kitty, I don't know. <laughs> Shim, or oh, him, I don't know. <laughs> Shim. She, she didn't say what, oh, he didn't say what sex he is, but he have four questions for me. Oh, good. The first one, actually, he said pick one, but I'm going to read four of them. Wow, the super first, size, Sophia Lamar. Hello. The first one is, um, what is the most scandalous thing that I heard about Linda James? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, Uh-oh. it's like a dream. And you know, <laughs> for years I've been, um, I enjoyed Linda Jane performing, and I always, um, I always wondered why I'm she was nervous. so violent <laughs> when she performing. But I heard she's violent in bed too. That's true. Mm. She true. does like to be it's raped. Very, very she, true. No, I, I heard that she's violent. Uh, you know, like she liked to beat the crap out of the partner. Is that true? Kind of. I kind of like to beat the crap out of myself, too. Oh, that is lovely. That's wow. It's it? a very brave admission, Linda it's James. It's a very brave... <laughs> I like to be raped. I smell a I donkey think- punch sound effect. <laughs> 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 I think we've covered that on the show before, yeah. that you enjoy Kids rape. Know. Go on. <laughs> and the second... Num- question number two. It is kind of dark in here. Can you read that for me? Because... Uh, it's, um, I, I will read question number two to you. Is Martine a straight bottom? (laughs) (laughs) I've got a girlfriend that really wants to peg him. Well, Martine, you only can answer that question. I've never had uh, like a dildo or any kind of thing in my ass. That means that it doesn't mean that you want your bottom, like you get it. I mean, okay. like you just laying there and people on top of you can be a female. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I misunderstood. Um, no, I have a variety of, of Position. sexual positions that Ooh, me Kama and my S- wife enjoy. The um, Sutra. And he's so can, can, <laughs> can you say, can you say uh, I'm Martine Beauchamp and I'm a straight bottom? <laughs> Hi, Martine. <laughs> You're listening to Johnny McGovern. I'm Martine Beauchamp, and I'm a straight bottom. <laughs> and then I'm going to edit it just to be like, I'm Martine Beauchamp, and I'm a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know how these things can be he taken knew out too of well. It's very amusing. Martine's a straight bottom when it comes to a lady riding on top of his penis. Yes. And the third one is... The third one is... What do you hate about restaurants? Doormen, guest lists, trannies, makeup co- counters, and fashion. Wow. What do you oh, hate about lot. everything? That is a loaded well, question. Well, I don't hate anything about restaurants. Like, I don't want those Mexicans in the kitchen touch my food with their hands. John I think Wanda. I've died and gone to heaven, actually. I did me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, the restaurants are perfect. 
Restaurants are perfect. <laughs> what about the rest oh, of the list? Crunk, Crunk is off to the side in the studio right now, gagging. <laughs> He's laughing hysterically. He's pink in the face. Uh, so how about doormen and guest lists? Um, <laughs> no, Go down no. the list. Guest list in the restaurant, I never see that. Well, I mean, you made a reservation, and the reservation, and you have to wave. You don't have reservation, but I don't Because the is always on the list. But you don't, I mean, you don't have, if you don't make a reservation, you have to wait. When they right? shuffle you past the crowd through out of a limousine, I suppose you wouldn't un- understand the concept of no, a guest list no. like Sophia Lamar. <laughs> I, I actually, I don't understand that concept. I don't even say I'm in the list. Uh, what do you hate about trannies, Sophia? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, tranny, well, that's another program. That's but true. I don't hate anything. I mean, they're they not part of the restaurant. Like I say, I don't hate anything in the restaurant. It's like, you know. And uh, makeup counters? Uh, <laughs> I say I don't hate anything. Why did you send her these questions? <laughs> Why? I don't hate anything in the restaurant. I, it, everything there is lovely. She loves restaurants. That's I one love thing we restaurants. Know. So I want that every restaurant in the city give me a free meal every night of the week. Good idea. And finally, is there anything about fashion that you hate? No, I only hate about fashion. The people that don't supposed to be under fashion, involved in fashion, those faggots that come from North Carolina, uh, um, you know, the Southern faggots that come to here and they think the fashion is about Dolly Parton and I love Lucy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I hate about fashion. Fashion is more than just uh, uh, that idea that you come from the church that you grow up. Um, well, I, I love fashion. That's all from Kitten in San Francisco. Yeah. Kitten, well, Kitten, Kitten is a, a male or female? Who knows? Uh, Kitten. Well, who Send cares? Letter, I, I can believe that I asking that question. Kitten might be a eunuch. Uh, me. So scandalous. Mm. <sighs> well, we've learned things talk. today. Martine's the bottom. Linda likes to get raped. And Sophia Lamar loves, loves restaurants. Loves- <laughs> but I don't want those dirty Mexican touching my food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, que oh. lastima. <laughs> guys are women <laughs> you really have made such a pretty mess on the reputation of this show erica tuafi on sanandi oh, jones i disagree yeah because the reputation is so golden golden like a shower maybe <laughs> Gay golden with johnny like- mcgovern a winner of a webby award and the golden shower <laughs> oh, that's actually a good maybe a that good maybe we'll give the donkey punch and golden shower awards <laughs> The Golden Shower Award this week goes to Ricky Martin. For being a douchebag? For loving Golden Showers. For loving Golden Showers. Uh, well, we had a great show today. Didn't it was we? good. And you know what? We heard that Sophia Lamar is apparently dreaming about Martine. Apparently. apparently. She, she was saying. She said, she said uh, she's like, she was like, Martine, I forget that you're married. And he was like, he was like, yes. She goes, oh, no. Absolutely. I I have dreams all the time that your wife is having sex. Sophia Lamar wakes up in a cold sweat. Look, like, oh, baby, the baby, baby, the baby. <laughs> Gotta, Gotta have, have my, my baby. baby. 
<laughs> Mistle. Uh, hey, little baby Mistle. Mistle? Oh, no. I, I, come on. Those babies. Those babies. That baby's called Johnny McGovern Jr. or Alyssa Milano. <laughs> well, I those think are it's going to be called Crartine. <laughs> that was our first. Um, that was our first fake name. Was Crytine, when um, when my sister had her baby. It's very sci-fi. Yeah, my You're... sister took her first name and her husband's first name and put them together. No, what? And got and made a vampire. Kayvon. What? What? Kayvon. Yes. Which is Kate and Arvon. Sounds like that's almost as good as like Superman's brother from. It does from yeah. Kryptonite from Krypton like Jor El and Kayvon. Maybe you should name your child Bender. <laughs> I think so. That's a good alternative for the second child. Uh huh. Bender. Bender. If, I, if you don't have that, Johnny Bender McGovern Beauchamp. Jr. Beauchamp. Johnny well, McGovern Beauchamp. That was assuming that the first baby was a, a male that was named Johnny McGovern Beauchamp, and the second baby would be Bender Bendering Rodriguez Beauchamp. And that's which also is assume, his full name. That's also assuming Crystal isn't barren. Oh, she is God. really gonna kill she's, you. She's barren because her ovaries she was are gonna fly through time and space and shoot a hole in your skull, Grunk and then return to her fertile womb from a horrible o- ovary beating. <laughs> Sources say uh, she's rotten inside. Maybe Crystal wow. was born a man. <laughs> I mean, I overshare, but that's just rotten, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> that's dark-sided of you. Well, you know, Andy, when, Andy, when you're off building your master race of people that don't procreate, who are you going to call? Dr. Kevorkian? <laughs> <laughs> I really... It I'm, never I didn't... I, this, wow. I heard he gives discounts for charity cases, so... Kids you at get, home. Price welcome might be right, to, Crunk. Uh, welcome to our house. This is what it's like all the time. All the time at our place. It's a real comedy oh, palooza. <laughs> Everybody's hilarious. All the time. Oh, where's that cowbell when you need it? Thank you. Oh, lovely. Yes. Thank you. Gorgeous. Now we are complete. Now the show can end. Drop it. Now pick it up, honey. Who was that that you were telling us about today? Sergeant Beverly. Shout out to Sergeant Beverly in Arizona. <laughs> Work, Sergeant Beverly. Work, Sergeant Beverly. <laughs> Drop it, honey. Drop Drop it, it and pick it, it up. <laughs> this is Gay Pepper with John McGovern. Bye, babies. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, everybody, it's Johnny coming in uh, at the end of the show here with a little bit of a late-breaking development. You know, we record the show on Friday, and when we recorded the show, we had not yet heard that a dear friend of ours and of the show and a beloved superstar to people around the world, our friend Kevin Aviance, was badly beaten leaving a gay bar in the East Village on Friday night. He was chased down the street by a bunch of attackers and beaten pretty badly. We want to just send out our love to Kevin Aviance and our prayers, and we hope that you do the same. And we'll give you more on his situation and how he's doing next week. So, Kevin Aviance, we love you. And we know you're going to keep up with it. Back from fucking Seattle Second verse Out of breath Losing sleep Got this fever And it's happening again Falling down On my knees Giving up 
getting over Do I let this fever rain? I can't make you see me If you don't want to I know you avoid me The shit that I go through But I will keep fighting This long losing battle I never can win Till you come back again Why'd you leave me this way? Turned out and burned out But nothing to say I don't understand I won't try to pretend Why are you pushing away? Can't make you Cause New York City keeps bubbling up. It's been called the gayest album ever. Ooh, this album gay. It's been called the gay thriller. Um, this kind of like thriller, but gay. It's been called a buttfucker of an album. I'm gonna get this album and then buttfuck it. It's been called. <laughs> <laughs> It's my new album, y'all. Gay's gone wild, featuring the soon-to-be hit. Boyfriend. Girl, I fucked your boyfriend. Girl, I fucked your boyfriend. He said, he said, Orange Juice, the East Village remix featuring Xander. And you're making my belt too tight, my pain shaking from the left to the right to the left. To the left, to the left, right to the left. The Sensual Anthem, Gay Boy Mansion.
with your friends and I'll go get my friends and we'll have an after hours and party till the morning. I'll go up after hours. You're looking for me, I can be found. And what the industry predicts to be the number one charting Grammy Award winning ballad. I know he looks tough and you wanna touch his stuff. I know it's cut like a coal mine of a girl. You gotta know you got a vagina. Fall in love with the homo. A song for the ladies. No, no. Now I know he does your hair, takes you shopping everywhere, but it ain't gonna touch you down there. Don't fall in love with the homo. No, don't do it, lady. No, no. This is the album your mama warned you about, suckers. Coming May 2007 to iTunes and GamePip.com. Ah. Martin, Martin, Martin. Linda, Linda, Linda. I just want to say, girls, girls, girls. Thank you for being a friend. Ah, uh, thank you for being a friend, Martin. You're welcome. Well, if you heard last week's rerun wrap up, you know what to expect. We got to hit all the bullet points here. Yes. Linda, take it away. LogoOnline.com. Vote for the video. Vote, vote, vote. Uh, <laughs> what else? <laughs> Logo TV, Big Gay Sketch Show, PartySmart.com. Protect your liver. Protect your liver, baby. All right. Gay pimp. Let's Sales go. Code. Let's go get some some drinks. Okay.